Hey everybody, this is Sam, that girl with the curls, bringing you an episode I was not sure would actually be able to go out um, as it is. Uh, This is uh, all about the company Bombsheller. Specifically, I'm talking to their VP of Marketing, Marissa Montero, who was very gracious with her time. Uh, We we spent a lot of time talking about women's apparel and uh, leggings, uh, which is what Bombshellers makes, uh, or they are the facilitators of making leggings after people go online and can select the pattern, uh, um, the aesthetic that they want to express themselves with. So, um, the reason why I wasn't sure I was going to get this out is that the app that I used to record, uh, for some reason, was freaking out. And uh, when we ended our hour and a half conversation, uh, it didn't look like I was going to be able to recover it. It seems it seems like the the device just completely, uh, you know, just uh, had a brain fart, basically. And uh, I was fairly certain I wasn't going to get this uh, at all. Or at the at the very least, Marissa and I were going to have to record again, which not that uh, she wasn't cool and down for it, but it's always that, that weird thing where you, you have a really great organic conversation and then it just goes away or you lose it, you think you've lost it. And then what you want to do, it, you you try to like bring that back, and it's always a little harder the next time because it was just so fresh and so you know what it is that you're about to hear. Um, so I managed to figure out how to uh, save it. I am not technically technologically inclined by any means, but um, apparently there are ways of recovering audio that I was just not uh, aware of until now. So. I am so happy to uh, present this to you. Uh, Please to enjoy episode 54 of That Girl with the Curls uh, with Marissa Montero talking about bombsheller and leggings and women's apparel and all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, enjoy and come back for more. started recording and uh this is that girl with the curls episode i don't know which one it is off the hand um i'm here with marissa montero uh what it was your full title for bombshellers actually um well i used to i was going as the hot little boss um (laughs) do you have that on a card somewhere i have it on printed fabric yeah yeah so i i have given out that title um actually this year we're trying to give people more defined roles, um, and so now I'm technically VP of Marketing. VP of Marketing, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have as much pizzazz as right. the previous one. And but. it doesn't encompass the full range of what I usually have to do on a mm-hmm. day-to-day basis, and the hot little boss did, <laughs> so, you know, she still exists, mm-hmm. but now I'm trying to have have a new focus. Yeah. yeah. It's like, boss, like, okay, that's just, mm, there you yeah. go. Uh, so as VP of marketing, uh, what, what is the range of, uh, jobly duties that you do? 
Well, um, I guess some of it is a continuation of what I was doing last year um, with a few new goals, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you actually do have a non-compliant tattoo. I do, oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> Um, you can't see this because it's a podcast, but it is a sweet tattoo. It's not even um, done yet. I need to go back in. Yeah. So when I started this company with um, Pablo Holman and Nick Vu, my, my fellow co-founders, um, I was just a co-founder. But, um, you know, I, I did a lot of the public-facing stuff for Bombsheller. So I did a lot of the blog posts. I did a lot of Facebook. I do, you know, if you send an email to Bombsheller, I'm the one who responds. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of events, you know, so we've gone to CrossFit events. We've gone to Comic-Cons. Yeah. And right. Saw you guys city last year. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw you at Rose City, too, didn't I we? think so, yeah. yeah that's where we found you again. All the Pacific Northwest yeah, ones. I just, exactly. if, you go, if you go to Geek Girl Con, I'll probably be there, too. Oh, yeah. We were in their fashion show this last year. There we go. See, yeah. we're all just kind of dancing around we're each other. We're all together. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm, a, I'm a real extrovert people mm-hmm. person, so because I do so much outward-facing stuff, they're like, let's just... Let's just make that your real job. Just push you out in front. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like to be in front. The face face of bombshell is like the face of Bo kind of thing. Yes, (laughs) yes. Um, So I guess let's kind of back it up then. And like what was the impetus behind the creation of Bombsheller? So the real... The real deal here at Bombsheller is to change the way manufacturing is done. Okay. Um, we've, we're technically an apparel company, but we're set up more like a software company in the sense that everything that happens here is under one roof. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were using like business terms, I guess I'd say <laughs> we're vertically integrated. Oh um, my God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that's the right one. Pablo is the one who knows all the real... Um, Do they give you like a dictionary of terms that you have to use? For... No, I was given no dictionary. I'm just picking this up like in conversation <laughs> as mm-hmm. we go along, um, which is a totally legit way of learning stuff. I, I agree go. with that. That's, <laughs> it's like you do your best learning when you're just picking up in the middle of doing stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Um, which is not what I thought I would be doing as a English major, but <laughs> I really enjoy it. Um, so, yeah, we have web development, photography, marketing, product development, manufacturing, and shipping all done right here in this one building in Seattle. And that's not normal for for somebody making clothes. Mm -hmm. Normally they have, uh, you know, a designer somewhere in the U.S. who is making the design. Then there's a company in, you know, Asia that makes the fabric. Then Mm -hmm. there's probably another company in Asia that dyes the fabric. Um, And all that stuff gets shipped on, you know, uh, boats, you know, across, yeah. <laughs> across the world. Um, and then there's a distribution center somewhere and then mm-hmm. there's a store and, you know, everything is all over the place and we don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Pablos has been working, um, as a, well, he used to work as an advisor for MakerBot okay. and he mostly spends his day inventing new technologies for manufacturing in a fancy lab in Bellevue. As one does. As one does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a, he's the mad scientist of our of our group. Um, and he was really interested in creating a new kind of company that worked kind of like, you know, 
it, a 3D printer is, is sort of going to be like the, it's, it's the prototype for the factory of the future, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Where you just, you know, decide what you want made mm-hmm. and then like you click buy now and then a, a machine makes the thing you want and sends it to you yeah. and like it can just make anything. So how I'm going to get my kidneys one day. <laughs> <laughs> one day. Mail order kidney. One day. Just give me a new one. I ruined this one. <laughs> I'll probably need it eventually. I mean, no, you, you can never be too concerned. Oh, yeah, you could get spares. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so in case something happens and someone decides they're going to take one without my permission, mm-hmm. I at least know like, oh yeah, there's just one in the fridge. Yeah. I wonder if you, could you do that with a uterus? Like, if you were a woman, mm-hmm. and you were like, this is getting kind of old, I want a young one now. <laughs> Don't they have surgeries now where you can actually, like, oh, I want to say, like, someone on, what was that show that was on? It was about the plastic surgeons or oh, whatever. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was like an FX, like, <laughs> it's on at 10 so we can say shit a couple of times mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm, and show people mm-hmm. having sex. Um, but it was, like, one of the, like, plastic surgery th- things is that you can actually, like, make your vagina younger. Wow. Yeah. I, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it'll be like that someday. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, just print out the new one and... Print out a new one! Good yeah. to go. <laughs> like, well, and then you get into the moral, spiritual stuff. Like, are you technically then a virgin? Like, this one has not yet been... <laughs> See? It'll, it'll turn into something. They'll yeah. find a way. <laughs> yeah. I guess your mind wouldn't be a virgin anymore. And no. is that what counts? I don't know. That's because, like, if <laughs> Let's you contemplate this if you think about adultery, that counted as mm-hmm. you know as a sin, right? Yeah. Even if you didn't do it, so yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of moral loopholes. Yeah. Where it comes yeah. To. Luckily, here at Bob Schaller, the 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 motto is "fuck HR." There we you go. Know? We don't have one of those. Um, <laughs> so we can we can disparage it all we want. HR department. So what's that? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, if we got bigger someday, we'd need one. Mm-hmm. But right now, we just all yeah. we're all going on the you know trust in honor system, in human decency. <laughs> so I I'd assume you guys all know each other pretty well at this point. At this you know. point, yeah. Um, but when the three of us decided that we were going to start a company, we uh, put out an ad on Craigslist for the fucking red internship. There we go. Unpaid. <laughs> um, we just said. We like dancing and solving Rubik's Cubes and blowing things up. And um, if any of that sounds appealing to you, um, you know, meet us at Pike Place Market. There we go. By the pig. <laughs> and not, not no offense, but sounds like so shady. <laughs> I know. Well, I found out. So one of our longest, um, our longest dating, you know, team members here, Jaslyn Stone, she later told me that she thought it could have been human trafficking. So, like, she told her friends, if you don't hear from me for, like, a couple hours, you know, mm-hmm. this is where I went, you should start looking. Smart um, girl. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. But it turned out we're just a little weird, but not sinister. Yeah. Yet. I mean, when yeah. one employs a mad scientist and, yeah. you know. We, we all took this quiz online about how nefarious you are. Really? And we're all only, like, moderately nefarious. Aww. I know. Isn't that disappointing? It, it actually was <laughs> really disappointing. But I have so many plans for world domination. We have to get a little bit more Machiavellian. There you go. Yeah. we got to read the prints a few more times be like, hmm, yep. how is that going to work? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. How will the ends justify the means? <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but uh, so how does then an English major, uh, do you have a degree in English as well? I do. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. how does someone with a degree in English uh, end up in a, a fashion well, type situation? Um, because I was also a salsa dancer. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I was teaching, I was teaching salsa lessons here out in Fremont. Mm-hmm. Uh, at a salsa, at a studio called Salsa Contoto, okay. which is awesome. If you're ever gonna take up salsa lessons, you should go there. Okay. And I know because when I moved to Seattle, I would go out social dancing. Mm. We, you know, you just show up, music is playing, you dance with whoever you want. Yeah. And all the leads that I liked to dance with the best came from Salsa Contoto. Okay. So I was like, all right, well clearly this is the place to go. Five, um, di- five dancers approved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, so I, you know, got, got in with the studio, I joined the performance team, and then eventually I started teaching lessons there. And when you're dancing, you're wearing leggings all the time, mm-hmm. because um, if you're practicing and doing tricks and stuff, you're not wearing little skirts all the time. Yeah. You're mostly wearing, like, sweatpants or leggings, not wearing some, shorts. Not you know? wearing some, like, <laughs> denim jeans that breathe so well when, Right, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, and bend really well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Especially if you're sweating. They're awesome for... <laughs> yeah, and I was buying lots of leggings from Black Milk because mm-hmm. I generally don't want to wear just black leggings. Yeah. Especially if I'm salsa dancing, mm-hmm. um, then it's a really, really expressive kind of partner dance, yeah. and I like being the center of attention, and <laughs> I like wearing really bright things, so, you know, I'm just buying all kinds of stuff from Australia, and this was, like, what, three years ago, I guess, before they started, um, three or four years ago, before they, before they had a distributor here in the, in the U.S., okay. which they have now from L.A., nice. um, and so I had to, like, pay customs oh, no. to ship things, to, to import from Australia. It's, like, ridiculously expensive. Oh, God. It was, yeah, I mean, like, each one of those leggings cost, like, 80 bucks a piece, sometimes US? more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I think U.S. and Australian dollar are pretty close. Fairly. I mean, Close-ish. right right now, yeah. yeah, I think it's all starting to really even out again. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, I mean, like, it wasn't that much of a difference if, you know, maybe they would have been, like, 75 bucks. Yeah. It, they were pretty close yeah. to even. Okay. And, like, if I bought three, then it was $70 shipped for <laughs> import, you know, oh, um, taxes. Or customs, rather. Mm-hmm. So... But I was still doing it mm-hmm. because they were so compelling. I mean, the graphics were really good. The designs were really good. I had the, uh, I had, I want to say I have like seven pairs of leggings plus like those suspenders they have. They're oh, like yeah. the shorts with the clips and the knee mm-hmm. high things and one of their dresses and, you know, like. And a, and a couple of cat suits because you need some cat suits. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. You never know when you're either going to do a Britney Spears new routine yeah. or rob a bank. <laughs> right. Or both. Exactly. You could do both. Could be Britney robbing the bank. Ooh. Why did she never do that music yeah. video? You, yeah, you know. Missed opportunity. It's too bad. Yeah, I, you know, that would have been a much cooler thing than just shaving her head. <laughs> Robbing a bank. And she could have just put on a cat suit and robbed a bank. It's like Britney Spears captured after uh, yeah. robbing a bank and eluding police for mm-hmm. days and days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had her makeup artist with her, wig person who were just yeah. like helping her change out. Yeah. We got like, it. <laughs> six different cat suits oh my God. for every day. They're like, yeah. she's in a red cat suit. Well, this woman's only in a green one. Exactly. Clearly not the same person. <laughs> this one has 
a hood, and that one doesn't. Oh, so. well, yeah. it's all different. Kind of like Superman takes his you know, glasses off. Oh, my God, Clark. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had that experience happen to me in college. I had to reintroduce myself, mm-hmm. myself to somebody who had met me, like, with my glasses on and oh. then later with my glasses off. Okay, same thing happened to me. <laughs> like, uh, so I use I, – normally I have my, like, regular picture up on my Twitter account or whatever. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my interactions with people on Twitter before I went to, like, a Comic-Con, they saw that picture, but I didn't have my glasses on. Oh. And so when I go to Comic-Con, because the lights affect me in the convention center, yeah. I have to wear these so I can actually see what things say and, and whatnot. Yeah. And so people were like, I feel like I know who you are, and I take the glasses you off. Have, you have, like, a lot of the, like, squinty, yeah. squinty look. squinty look. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I mean, the hair is usually the, the big identifier. It's like, mm-hmm. that girl's the mm-hmm. curls, therefore mm-hmm. hence. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I would take the glasses off, and they'd look at me like, oh, yeah. I'm like, is this for real? Because I always thought people in Metropolis were idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It seems like such a lame disguise, mm-hmm. but <laughs> he seems to have, you know, hinted at something that we just weren't considering that yeah. people don't freaking care what you look like. Yeah. People aren't paying attention. Yeah, people exactly. They're not really paying attention. Most of the DC universe not paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> looking forward to the next movie. <laughs> Everyone looking at him going, you know, you sort of look like that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, gosh, that'd be like a DC universe where everybody is paying attention. Oh, my God, right? Wow. I mean, everyone would be like, that's clearly Clark Kent. I mean, mm-hmm. have you guys met him? Mm-hmm. Like, he's big. He's got glasses. Whatever. They have the same haircut. Yeah, yeah. or you just go back to Man of Steel when uh, Lois shouted Clark in front of a bunch of police officers <laughs> in front of the Kent family house. Or that. Yeah, either way. All, another place could have been paying attention. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, hey, Clark, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Went to high school with that guy. Um, but yeah. Okay, so yeah. I digress. So continuing Sorry. with the story. <laughs> so I'm a salsa dancer. I'm wearing lots of leggings. I'm spending tons of money shipping them from Australia. Australia. Mm-hmm. Pablos is also a salsa dancer. That's how we know each other. Okay. And he wants to make a new company. And he's like, Marissa, we can make that company here in the United States. Mm-hmm. We can just do that. Um, and you were like, shut up. <laughs> Pretty much, you know, I was like, oh, that sounds like a good job for somebody else who knows how to do that, but not me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got roped into it anyway, uh, <laughs> because I'm the one who wears the leggings, Yeah, you know? You're the um, one who has, like, the actual um, idea of how that works and right. what they feel like. Yeah, and, and strong opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I was brought, so, yeah, so we all, it's, you know, it started very low-key with a bunch of people just sort of messing around a couple afternoons a week mm-hmm. uh, and and then we we put out that Craigslist ad and we had people respond and then we decided we're we're gonna go ahead and make a factory where you create the designs mm-hmm. and we just have a system where we make whatever you order mm-hmm. as soon as you order it and then you know, and ship it out. So it's a way for us to experiment with what it would be like to have everything produced on demand. Yeah. And have and let people customize everything. Right now, you can customize his graphics. Mm-hmm. You can't customize, you know, waistband or hem length or or uh, anything like that. Although we'd like to. Yeah. Um, but right now, you you know, you choose your own size, mm-hmm. and then you choose graphics. And if you don't see graphics you like, you can create them yourself. We have an Adobe Illustrator template that is just living on the website. Anybody can go download it and make new stuff. Cool. Um, so there's like, you know, a, a, it's a pretty low bar for, 
for creating your own designs. All you have to do is have Illustrator. Yeah. Um, you know, it turns out that not lots of people are super great designers, but um, if that's, you know, if that's not your skill, there are already over 500 designs submitted to the catalog. Yeah. So you'll probably find something looking, you like. Yeah, looking you know? on the website, you're just kind of like, oh, man, they've got, yeah. I mean, it's just some, some, something will usually just jump out at you, you know. Right, And especially yeah. if you're looking for a, a way to express yourself, which this is all about, mm-hmm. um, which, is, which is really interesting too because right now like women's clothing is becoming one of I mean it's been this industry where expression is key right but leggings are also an interesting thing too because yeah. you know the more active women or women just um I mean yeah. you know geeks athleisure. like us leisure yeah exactly like leisurely lounging pants of yeah, some sort my, my athletic leisure pants <laughs> exactly yeah. as evidenced by the change that you went through just to, you wanted to be comfortable yeah. and like this is how like this is how you go through that process mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like that but then they don't feel like that ex- you know doesn't fully encompass who they are when they're just lounging around either right you know or doing activities you know yeah Yeah, I mean, you want something that's going to keep up with you. And there is, you know, sportswear out there. Mm -hmm. But a lot of it is still kind of boring. Yeah. I mean, everything at Lululemon is in the black, gray, you know, heather continuum. Is it it just because they think, like, oh, women want to feel like they're slim, so they're using, like, the darker palettes? Um, Oh, maybe. Yeah, Yeah. I wasn't sure if that's, you know. Yeah, you know, I don't know exactly what the thought process is behind that. or how, you know, how they make their design choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is definitely like a blending into the background kind of color scheme. Yeah. Um, there's nothing that really stands out mm-hmm. about about it. Because um, certainly with what, I mean, we're, we're currently in the, I guess, what would be the dressing room or the yes, waiting room. Yes, our magical kind of, dressing room. Magical dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, there's, I mean, you can just see the color range. I mean, if not within one pair, at least just... <laughs> Like across the board here, I mean, yeah. you've got all kinds of colors represented, which you don't see this kind of thing a lot in terms of like uh, sportswear, you know, or like right. under apparel. And sometimes. definitely not in stores, yeah. right? Because at stores they have to they have to stock what's, um, you know, for the like the lowest common denominator. Exactly. What's the safest, easiest thing for everybody to buy? Mm-hmm. And that's partly because. With a store, your hands are tied in terms of trying to, like, make your margins. You can't just stock a bunch of risky stuff that maybe won't sell. Yeah. Um, you, have, you have to stock what's popular because you need to make sure that you're making money so you can pay your rent so your store doesn't go under. Yeah. Um, and we don't have to play that game because we're online. So by doing everything online, we skip a whole bunch of the middle – like, we don't have – since we're not in stores – we don't have, you know, distributors. We don't have to pay a sales rep. We don't mm-hmm. have to pay, you know, for all the stuff that would be required of distributing to stores. Yeah. And because we go direct to consumer, mm-hmm. we can make a higher quality product. So our fabric is actually pretty expensive. It comes from Italy, nice. but it's really, really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's so, it's super soft and it's super opaque. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're going to wear these, you really don't want your underwear to show. Yeah. So that That is also a big plaint a lot of people have with, I mean. Yeah. And, you know, every time I hear the the phrase leggings aren't pants, (laughs) um, I just see, I see photos of people 
who bought something that looks like it cost four dollars <laughs> and and it actually isn't like leggings it's just mm. tights they just they wore something that wasn't actually meant to be worn on its own yeah it's like you're wearing pantyhose those are not <laughs> right um but these definitely do they, they can be worn as pants mm -hmm. and um i have i have you know when people come into our events and try things on at the booth I, they always they always do the squat test uh, for yeah, the mirror yeah. or they squat have a friend mm -hmm. and um <laughs> And they're like, can you see my underwear? I'm wearing lime green panties right now. Can you see it? <laughs> the and announcement of what color they are, I too. Know. It's like, wouldn't it just be enough if they could see the edges <laughs> of them? Like, do you have to announce yeah. the color? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you can't. Mm -hmm. So so I'm really proud of that. Yeah, you know, for that's... the fact that it's like, it's a, it's a decent quality legging that you get to you know, you get to pick whatever you want on it, mm -hmm. and we just make it just for you, so we don't have to stock inventory and make a bunch of waste. Exactly. It's yeah. No, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a it's a really interesting model. I mean, are are you just unique to this kind of thing right now, or do you see more stores like are starting to do that kind of thing, or is it more just an independent business? Well, there are things like, you know, we get asked if we know about. Um, Threadless all the time, mm -hmm. or spoon flower mm -hmm. and things like that. Where you do you can... know about them? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> or Redbubble. Yeah, uh, you know we. It's like we. Yeah, we know about all of them. Mm -hmm. uh, we've we've looked into it. <laughs> um, I think Construct is another one that comes up a lot, where you get to design your own stuff. Mm -hmm. But there are lots of ways that there are lots of like small distinctions where. You know, with Threadless, you have to win a popularity contest. Yeah. You know, you have to get oats mm -hmm. to be um, worthy of being made into a design. They do that in, like, Society 6 or yeah. I want to say We Love Fine as well. Do the, oh, do they? I think oh. We Love Fine will have contests for, like, here are all the, you know, ones we want to do for, like, Steven Universe or mm -hmm. My Little Pony. And so the, I guess the most upvoted ones, maybe the first two, something mm -hmm. like that, get, like, proper distribution or something like that. Right, yeah. I think. Don't quote me on that, anyone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll go Google it later. Okay. And, um, <laughs> um, and there are places where you can, you know, get some piece of what we're doing. Either you can get, like, a T-shirt that was that has a dye sublimated photograph on it, um, but a lot of – usually it's um, – it's, it, it, there isn't anything that's exactly like it. You, know, mm -hmm. you could get something where they have a bunch of pre-constructed garments, yeah. and then they print them. And then you some, sometimes you get those little wrinkles where, like, you know, especially mm -hmm. if you got a disciplinated shirt and where in the armpit the, the, the fabric doesn't lay flat, and yeah. there's a bunch of white pieces there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, with Redbubble, one of our, um, one of our team members who has made a few leggings designs had one of her designs printed on her shirt, and she said the quality was terrible. Oh, or really? She, yeah, or just, she has a new... Uh, There's a new standard. A new yeah. standard mm -hmm. because of how bright and vibrant, you know, yeah. we make our stuff. So she didn't like it so much. Mm -hmm. It was a little faded. It, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't set to make the color really pop. So there isn't anybody who is letting you make your own design without any... Um, you know, ties or anything like yeah. that, or, you know, you don't have to, like, win anything in order to have your design printed. Mm -hmm. um, there isn't anybody using um, as high 
quality, I think, of, mm -hmm. of print manufacturing as, as us. Um, and there also isn't anybody who keeps as many designs as we do in stock. So a lot yeah. of times, um, you know, even with black milk mm -hmm. or, or pretty much any, any, um, any designer will have a few designs that are available for a short time yeah. and then they expire. Oh, oh, oh no. it's okay. <laughs> it's really hard to, no, it's still recording. Okay, cool. Good. <laughs> um, and then they expire and you never get a chance to have that thing again. Yeah. And we aren't doing that right now. Um, all, all of it is in stock all the time. And it's, again, partly because we don't have to guess at what's going to be popular. Mm -hmm. We only make things when somebody buys it. So we don't have to play the guessing game. Yeah. Of like, let's print, like, 200 of these and 500 of those and then hope that they sell. You're not doing the metrics being like, okay, this in this quarter we got this many, or mm. so we should only print mm -hmm. this like mm -hmm. so many times, yeah. Right, So right. you guys have that luxury of just being like, okay, someone just ordered that, let's put that out there, and exactly. pasta. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, and some things we, we get ahead of time and then kind of group them. So some of the collections, like the action figure collection, has things that look like the muscles, and, oh, yeah. you know, and something else that you might wear in the gym, mm -hmm. you know, where it's a few visually similar things. And we'll group them so that it's easier to, to find. Yeah. Because scrolling through 500 designs in a never-ending catalog can get <laughs> a little exhausting. Um, Depends but, on how... Know, there are filters and, like, yeah. smaller collections that... Unless you're like me, who, when they do their... When you do any kind of research, you're like, well, I'm just used to this scroll button now, <laughs> so... <laughs> Being in college, you just get used to like, well, I have to look for everything. So. Yeah. So getting on JSTOR. And <laughs> like, I miss JSTOR. There are times when I do as well. <laughs> like, you know, being in the, I guess, the real so world. It was so useful. Wasn't it? It was so useful. Oh my God. It's like academic settings, there are things you don't realize you miss so much. And yeah. they're like, I had all these articles at my fingertips. Yeah. And God. I could read everything. Everything. Yeah. And then when I had that opportunity, I didn't want to read anything. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Adult yeah. sucks. I worked as a public librarian for oh, really? a number of yeah for for quite a while, mm -hmm. and so it, I I like everything to always be available, and I like it to be easy to find. Mm -hmm. You know, so no, I don't definitely. I don't mind I don't mind having a bunch of designs mm -hmm. that are around because like somebody made that once. It should be available for like the next person who might want it. You have an you know? indexing catalog. You go like really <laughs> old school. You just pull the card out. Like, well, yeah. that was back in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Although we've only been up since two. Th uh, when did we go live? We only hit our first birthday this past summer. Oh wow! So 2014. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're very young. You're we young are young. Company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that brought you to a lot of people's attention was the uh, I, I do believe it was the non-compliant uh, leggings. Uh, so Kelly Sue DeConnick's Bitch Planet, Val Delandro, and everything. Yeah. It's such an awesome comic and then and everyone was gravitating towards the non-compliant I mean obviously I have it on my arm and yeah. a lot of people have now taken to getting it tattooed on their body and we're always looking for merchandise because especially with comic publishers that are not DC or Marvel it's harder to find stuff unless you make it yourself right uh, yeah so what, what and it's hard to find good stuff that's true you know? yeah it's always um, on Etsy where it's like you know it's a little shoddy it's yeah. a little weird yeah, you're, you're looking at going apart. I appreciate mm -hmm. the effort that went into the concept, but maybe not something I want to put on my wall. <laughs> like, right. You yeah. know. 
Um, what what yeah, uh, that also tied in with our um, with our plus size stuff, mm-hmm. you know, because we'd been wanting to extend the size range for a while, and we'd been working with the um, you know PNW Fatitude mm-hmm. out here and coming up with a way to scale the artwork and way to, a way to scale the template so that it was still comfortable mm-hmm. for lots of you know different body shapes and sizes so we've been working on that um but it's it's hard to just roll that out Mm -hmm. because we've our adobe illustrator template has gone through like multiple versions okay as we've gone as we've you know made things better and smoothed things out and like streamlined our processes so we're on like version number 13.2 of our (laughs) of our template at this point um which is a lot for like two years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so we have a lot of old artwork that would have to be updated to the template before it could even be made available mm-hmm. in plus sizes. And we wanted to portray, you know, like accurately portray what it's going to look like yeah. on a plus size body. So um, we would want to do, you know, photography and we had to make sure that we presented it in a way again that was like easy to find so there's just like so many little Mm -hmm. choices to make too you know do you just put this in with all the rest of the catalog or do you separate it out Mm -hmm. you know are you saying that you're different or are you saying um that I just want to make it easy for you to find yeah (laughs) again with the finding yeah um and it's such a fine line too because you don't want to offend people either while you're trying to put that out there right yeah because it's mostly about you know how are we going to make this an easy shopping experience Mm -hmm. and we've talked to lots and lots of women about how shopping for clothes just sucks in general oh yeah (laughs) and it's even (laughs) harder when you're um in a size that a lot of stores will not carry. Mm-hmm. So, and we actually had the same problem when we were going to do a photo shoot. We we made the leggings, but we don't make tops mm-hmm. or shoes or anything <laughs> like that. So, um, Jaslyn had to go out shopping for, you know, wardrobe for the photo shoot. And she was like, oh my God, this sucks. <laughs> and she's not even buying clothes for herself and it sucks. Yeah. It's so hard. Just, the, just, uh, <laughs> just that kind of like, you feel like you're pressured even when no one's around you kind of feeling. Yeah. You're just like looking at stuff going, I, I don't know, maybe. I mean. Yeah. Or just like the selection was terrible. <laughs> it was like, she's like, I went to three stores. The selection is so crappy. Everything looks like it's from like 1999 and. <laughs> what the hell like whenever I go whenever I look at like the um because the junior section always has like the poppier stuff like the the more colorful things and I always look at like the misses area or whatever Mm, it's like mm -hmm. looks like stuff almost like my stepmother was wearing at one point or my grandmother I'm just like you know what we're we're not all dowdy you know it's okay yeah (laughs) like yeah show some skin or have a tighter like fit or something whatever (laughs) like what do I know yeah so we'd been working on that project and we were making headway but we weren't sure how to make it available Mm -hmm. you know we had all these prototypes we had a template that worked we had like sizing that worked and we were like close to having a size chart that worked Mm -hmm. because having an accurate size chart is like another thing that makes the shopping experience really hard Mm -hmm. um especially online because Every single clothing 
like designer or manufacturer has a different oh my god yeah a different one so like people have asked us if we do conversion have if we'll have conversions like Mm -hmm. if you're a size you know 15 then you'll be this with us and I was like nope because (laughs) all of them are different yeah we just use you know we just use actual body measurements so take your measurements and that's what works Mm -hmm. science (laughs) it's Uh, so scientific (laughs) yeah do you guys have a tape measure anything a ruler I don't know (laughs) data um so we were ready to start sharing that but we didn't we didn't have, um, we weren't super sure about the size chart. And then when Kelly Sue approached us about making leggings, because she had seen that we were going to do full size range, mm-hmm. and she didn't want to have apparel unless it was available for a full size range. Yeah. Uh, so we were like, all right, yeah, let's like figure it out with this one. Mm-hmm. So we, we had, you know, Val made the design. Kelly Kelly Sue promoted it on Twitter and Mm -hmm. it blew up. Oh yeah, (laughs) you know, and uh, and then all those people who ordered it, you know, in the full size range, we went, we sent a survey afterwards and was like, did you use the size chart? Did it work? Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's great. You need that kind of feedback for people to be like, pretty much. Did we we do okay? Yeah. Could you find it? (laughs) And we got enough positive feedback Mm -hmm. that um, they were like, okay, it's ready. Now we can like really start to incorporate this for the rest of our for the rest of our stuff. Mm -hmm. And that was also really exciting, just because we got to see so many people take pictures of themselves wearing their leggings, oh, that's so and cool. then you know, like put them on Twitter or Instagram or something like that. And it's it's hilarious when people like go into their office bathroom and then they're like, <laughs> "I'm wearing Bitch Planet leggings at work." That's right. What? <laughs> it's like this like little whispered "fuck you" to yeah. the patriarchy that they don't know about because it's so. You know, when it's an all-over pattern, Mm -hmm. you know, it isn't even clear that it's a logo entirely unless you recognize the logo. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a a message that you know Mm -hmm. and... All the cool people And all the cool people will know, but, you know, it isn't isn't getting you in trouble or anything. Yeah, I mean, unless you had to explain it to somebody, like, what non-compliant even means, and even then it's like, well, you can't get in trouble. who cares? Yeah, Yeah. for the word (laughs) non-compliant. Right, yeah. (laughs) But it's this this way that you get to feel a little rebellious without having to, um, you know put up signs everywhere exactly. or like go to a protest or march or something. Yeah. Burn your bra in front of yeah, your bosses yeah, yeah, yeah. and exactly. everything. Like, yeah. I just wanted to let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I yeah. quit. I don't know. You get to just wear that and know I am non-compliant. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's so cool that that's become the, I mean, I don't even want to call it a phenomenon anymore because it's, it's just kind of indicative of where not only the comics industry is going, where women are positioning themselves within different industries. Mm -hmm. You know, you have, I mean, you have comics where it's just like, we're, we're tired of being marginalized or being put in this situation where we're either prudes or sluts or, you know, kind of thing. And Bitch Planet is great at showing that wide range of, uh, of female bodies and types and people and everything. So, you know, kudos to you guys for uh, for being a part of that too. I mean, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I think probably like half to three quarters of the people on the team read the comic. Mm-hmm. So because just passing it around, being like, "Wouldn't this be awesome?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like it it didn't even occur to us to ask. It wasn't until she 
reposted something on Tumblr from mm-hmm. our from our plus size fit party oh, okay. that we were like, oh, you guys have noticed us? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing too. I mean, she's such she's such a nice person and everything, and she's so. I don't know. I love her to death. So yeah. I've talked to her a few times. So you know, just being able to like go, you've created a thing like, uh, like not even just once, but twice, like with, um, uh, with Captain Marvel and everything, right. you know, it's yeah. just, uh, I know there was a video of, cause she's now off the book, uh, to focus on all the other stuff, mm-hmm. but there was a video of a bunch of the women from Carol Corps standing up right before a, um, a panel and just saluting her, uh, and everything. And it's just like, Oh my God, I'm starting to cry. <laughs> Yeah, um, we, yeah, so she had, it was Rose City, yeah, 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 it was Rose City, it was Rose City Comic Con, um, she had ordered, um, leggings to have at her booth there, and so we were, you know, driving down to do the Lady Killer comic stunt, um, but we, we went to her house mm-hmm. first to drop off all her leggings so that she would have them for the weekend. Yeah. And she was having this like party barbecue out there. And then she was, she, you know, she thanked us for coming and bringing the leggings. And then she was like, oh, and if you like want to draw something on the walls, go for it. Because <laughs> she has, I don't know if it's wallpaper or if, I think it was wallpaper mm-hmm. where it's just a bunch of like tiny frames oh really yeah wallpaper of tiny frames all over like this hallway Mm -hmm. and people are just like you know like (laughs) you know known comic artists are going and like drawing on the walls and then there's like us from bombshell and we like added a couple doodles oh like four little doodles that's awesome that's so cool imprint on the wall yeah it was super cool like we drew something on kelly's as well i know (laughs) yeah but yeah i mean she's just like so really warm-hearted mm-hmm. and accommodating. And just yeah. the, the whole wanting to be so inclusive to everyone. Yeah. Which some people are not like that at all. I mean, and, and right. so to especially have someone in her position, you know, that some might not see it as powerful, but it is. It is it, a very powerful yeah. position. Yeah. And to just be so like, I want to help everybody out is, yeah. you know, it's it's overwhelming, but at the same time, admirable, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I remember, yeah, at Emerald City, I think you showed video of what Joelle Jones drawing the, the killer, yeah, uh, lady so killer stuff. Yeah, on, gosh. It was only Saturday and Sunday, right? It wasn't so, two yeah. days. Yeah. So on Saturday, no, um, it was, it's a, it's now a four day con, but it was a three day con. It was. Yeah. Maybe it was. No, it was Saturday. I remember because it was like this insane time crunch. So, <laughs> um, on Saturday we brought, you know, artboard with uh, the legging template. Mm-hmm. You know, it just looks like one leg. Yeah. Spread out, and we brought a blank template, and she designed a she just drew on it mm-hmm. right there she created the art right there on the spot um and we we filmed it so we were running the the hyperlapse yeah you the, did like the yeah the whole time lapse video thing. um the, for the rest of the weekend but she made the design we scanned it got it onto our template had people order while she was doing the drawing oh, wow. and then we printed cut and sewed them overnight and drove them down to Portland mm-hmm. on Sunday. Oh so we God. had this overnight turnover um, to show, like, that's how fast you can do it when you're set up like us. Yeah. Um, which was super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Did and you freak yourself out having to do that, like, so quickly? or <laughs> Kind of. I mean, like, we, we knew we could do it. Mm-hmm. We knew we could do it. <laughs> um, so we were 
we were more just like excited to go get to show it off. Yeah. Like, look what we can do. Look what we can do. Order yeah. everything. Order everything. Yeah. <laughs> and had you discussed with Joelle what she was going to do, or did she just kind of we figure had, it out on the fly? We, you know, she had the the template ahead of time, so mm. she had been thinking about it. Yeah. Okay. We set it up. At, you know, a few weeks beforehand. Mm-hmm. And so we knew she was going to do it. She knew she was going to do it. And um, so she had an idea in her mind of what she was going to do mm-hmm. already. Um, but, you know, it's possible you could extemporaneously do that. But the one thing with leggings that is different from T-shirts, mm-hmm. you know, everybody adapts artwork to T-shirts. Yeah. And a T-shirt is basically a rectangle, which is the same as a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Legs are not like that. You what? Have to... <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> so you have to take into account that what you're drawing or designing or painting, whatever, you know, or collaging, is not going to be fully visible all at one time. Yeah. You know, you can see the front of it or the side of it or the back of it. And you have to think about what's going to happen where the seams meet. Mm-hmm. At the front and the back. <laughs> um, the inside seam doesn't seem to be so much of a big deal. You know, people don't tend to see, like, the insides of your legs so much. Not unless you tell them it's okay. <laughs> I mean. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, not unless you're doing high kicks in a yeah. chorus line or something. Like, you're very rarely, you know, splayed out like that. Mm-hmm. So that seam isn't so important, but the one at the front and then the back, yeah. you have to be aware of what kind of shapes are happening mm-hmm. in that region, <laughs> and um, and it's good to figure some of that out ahead of time if you plan to do that. And that's why we have a preview tool on our website. Nice. Um, yeah, one of our uh, one of our former team members who has since left and went to work in San Francisco. Yeah. We miss him. Um, developed a tool called Artemix, mm-hmm. where you can just drag your um, drag your design into it and it maps it onto a model so oh, you can yeah. see, you know. You get like a 3D this, representation. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So you can which see what's is, happening. Which is very important, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. with the, the pictures that you guys do post online of like the example of the leggings and everything, because mm-hmm. sometimes it's just kind of like the side view and I think maybe you get like the, the ass shot as well, just in case, you know. yeah. We render the des- when the when somebody submits a design, we render it for the front, back, right, and left. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, I know we talked about this before, like, but what is the what is kind of the course of your day like? You know, here in a in a small business uh, setting. Right. So, um, well, the manufacturing process is um, is interesting. When somebody clicks buy now. Um, which I actually, you know, I keep saying that. I don't actually believe there's a buy now button. I think that's probably like a term from talking about Amazon, uh-huh. right? But, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, when you go through the order process and you have finally completed your order, mm. um, we, you know, we get those on our computers here mm-hmm. and then we'll, we'll line up all of the day's orders We'll print them out one leg at a time. Mm-hmm. It goes. We we use dye sublimation, so it goes on a piece of paper first, and then it goes through the heat press from the paper onto the fabric. Okay. And then we cut out all of those one leg at a time, which is also different from the way manufacturers normally do cutting, because mm-hmm. typically you have like a giant swath of fabric 
which is printed all over, and then you stack the fabric, and then you cut through like you know 20, 50 pieces at a time, something oh, okay. like that. And uh, that is why you have variations in size, even of the same size. Yeah. Right. So well, it's like, like if you, you try to cut a piece of paper, like stacks of paper or whatever, something gets like pushed down or you know exactly it's exactly the same thing mm -hmm. so that's why you could have a whole bunch of size 28 jeans that are like anywhere from like a quarter to a half inch mm -hmm. off yeah and because we're cutting everything one at a time you know it's a single piece of fabric we have some really noisy but badass electric scissors oh, nice. that just like just like slice through this stuff like butter it's so easy how have you not taken over the world yet i mean <laughs> how can you only be a little bit it's nefarious it's only time <laughs> like, it's only time <laughs> you gotta get more on that dark side stuff now <laughs> um so yeah we cut them all out and then we we have a couple of seamstresses sew them and we ship them out and we are literally next door to the post office the, so you, we can just walk over there mm -hmm. yeah. the video of you guys taking the non-compliant <laughs> one you somebody watched it yes <laughs> it's adorable just watching yeah. you guys because you're so we're, excited we were, you know yeah. you're just running down you're like yay <laughs> Just we drop had to, like, them off. Be quiet in the post office. We weren't. We didn't want to make a fuss in like a federal building. Oh my god! Yeah. Then the rest but of the video is them just like tossing you to the floor, like you're making a disturbance. You're like, no, yeah. this went terribly Getting wrong. Getting tased at the post office. It's like, don't tase me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that would be funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we do that, and um, it's a lot of that, and then just lots of, lots of scrolling and scrolling and scrolling through Instagram. <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. Do you guys have like a, an account that, that you we post do. to? We mm do. -hmm. Um, yeah, if you go to, we're just at Bombsheller. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty pretty easy handle, pretty easy hashtag to remember. Mm -hmm. So there's that. And then there's, you know, there's constant scheming. Every day there's always scheming. Mm -hmm. we ha I mean, we have, um, we use Slack. I don't know if you've used that before. Mm -hmm. It's like it's a totally awesome app. You should, oh my god! I don't. We would not run without Slack. Okay. It yeah. It just keep so you like useful. scheduled. And... It's it's um, it replaces email and you know instant messaging essentially because oh. you can do all of it in one place. You can upload files. You can. Mm -hmm. We have all these channels where people can talk about. Um, you know, general stuff or stuff about the building, but also just marketing. There's a plus size channel, there's a manufacturing channel, there's oh, nice. a shipping channel. So we can, we have stuff organized, so we can all talk to each other. And we all have it on our computers and our phones, so we can mm -hmm. get notifications all the time. Yeah. And, <laughs> but probably the channel that gets the most action is, the, is random. And, and um, every time anybody has even the slightest idea, you know, you can go like write something up there mm -hmm. and we can all respond with emoji. And, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's been a preferred way of communicating yeah. these days. I mean, just yeah. like, like, I don't know what that one means. Ah. Yeah. Uh, my friend recently got a GIF keyboard so she can respond. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, she can, oh, man, I, if, you, if she was only allowed to communicate in GIFs, I would still understand all of her emotions perfectly. And she would know the right one to get at any moment. That's it a, is impressive. That's a special gift right yeah. there. Like, especially yeah. being able to find what you need yeah. and put it out there like, as quickly as it's possible. It's going on her tombstone. Like, <laughs> this game gonna... was strong, you know? <laughs> there just has to be, like, a little digital projector that's got a gift play. Like, yes. the appropriate gift for the time. Yeah. She selected prior to death. Yeah. <laughs> like, she was, she had, you know... 
just the other day, she was like, I need to get, like, a picture frame <laughs> where I can have, like, a poster of a GIF, essentially. <laughs> and then she was like, is that idea already taken? And we found, somebody had done a Kickstarter for this oh, okay. a while ago, but... Um, there should be more of those. There really should be. Yeah. Like, more like little picture frames of just, like, your special gifts or whatever. And yeah. Like... Or, like, instead of the instead of the company motivational poster of, like, the kitten that says, like, hang in there. Yeah, yeah. They have gifts that are, like, corgis with their feet flapping. <laughs> you know? Wouldn't that be better? And you could, like, change out a different one oh, all yeah. the time. Well, like, yeah. on those frames, can you can pick, like, you know, how long it takes before the picture comes up right. and everything. So yeah. you just do that, or you can switch it up when you're feeling a certain way. You're like, this is the way I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, you understand me frame with gifts in them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Only gifts get me. So yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, what and are, we also have to argue on the team whether it's a gif or a jif. Oh, yeah. Because jif is peanut butter, mm-hmm. you know. But a gif is... <laughs> no, I, I listen to, like, the Nerdist podcast, and I keep hearing the same arguments. Like, how oh, is this yeah. an argument? I don't... Wait, so are there... Do you know more about, like, which side? In, or, in, like... <laughs> in terms of, like, I guess how language works, uh-huh. uh, gif is the is the more appropriate. But uh-huh. I guess the guy who came up with the term says jif. But oh. according to Chris Hardwick, who is the, you know, who understands these things better than I do, apparently, uh-huh. I don't know. He says that, you know, that guy's not a language person. So. Yeah, right? I, yeah. Yeah. I, I always pronounced it GIF. Mm-hmm. Like, that just seemed like the natural way to right. say it. Right, yeah. Because, I don't know. GIF. I yeah. GIF. Yeah. From, That's what it is. And thus saith the Sam, so. Yeah. <laughs> there you it's go. one of those dividing lines, like, you know, GIF, GIF. One space after a period, two spaces after a period. Oh, yeah. You know. There's a space after a period. Oh, oh after the period. I was um, like, I've seen people do it before. Like, you you do, like, the end of the word, space, then period. I've seen people do that. What? Yeah. On purpose? Yes. But then I was also grading their paper, so it might have been a thing. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you see so... I, mean, I don't know if you ever did, like, TA work or anything like that in the English department, mm. but... I had a college job. I had to evaluate some reflective journals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was history department, <laughs> uh, graduate student and everything, grading papers yeah. and going, oh, no, that's not how commas work. No. Like, <laughs> I, I knew a guy who used, um, this wasn't necessarily in school, but a guy I used to work with, uh, he used semicolons like they were commas. Oh, no. It's like, no, sweetie, that's not how those do happen. Like, oh, you, man. You need to go back to school or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's amazing how you punctuation... just, like, send everybody the oatmeal, like, how to use a semicolon <laughs> exactly. comic. There's a, a Lonely Island song, too, where they, they think they're using semicolons properly, but it turns out everything that they just said, and in, illustrated with, like, those um, those word kind of graphics that you can do. Oh, yeah. Uh, it turns out everything they were saying was just comma. You know, it just oh, all man. I knew was... <laughs> Um, yeah. But back to back to leggings oh, and whatnot. Sure. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. What are what are some of the random things that you guys do scheme about in terms of like do you do you want to expand like what you're doing right now or yeah. You... So um, one of our original dreams was to have a parametric pattern mm-hmm. where you know the pattern could change depending on whatever measurements you put in. Mm-hmm. So that would be like the ultimate in customization, right? You just get comprehensive body measurements they make apps that do this you know you can just oh. like stand in front of your phone take a picture of your front and your side mm-hmm. and put your height and then it gives you like 
this is the circumference of your head, and this is like, you know, this is... Uh, to finally get that bowler hat I always wanted. Yeah, and, you know, this is the length, from, uh, you know, of your forearm, and this, you know, it, mm-hmm. just all of it. It'll just give you comprehensive measurements. So wow. we could get, like, the diameter of your calf, and, mm-hmm. like, and, and just, like, make a leggings that was only Samantha-sized, uh-huh. right? That would just be, like, it. Um, so then they're going to base a Cinderella movie on that, right? Or it's like, these leggings. <laughs> that'd be cool. It'd be about it'd be about how it fit the butt. Yeah. It would be it would all it would be all about the butt, and she'd have to like sit in a chair. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Like, she has to do the squat thing. Yeah, you have to do the squat. You have like a whole bunch of like sisters who are also doing the squat, and it's not. They're like, yeah. all the evil stepsisters. All the evil like, stepsisters. I'm wearing pink underwear. Just let you know. I'm just letting yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Cinderella is actually like a giant a bodybuilder with mm-hmm. like a giant ass. <laughs> That's, and, and nobody can fill out her leggings. Like, that was always the thing for me with the shoe bit. Because it's like, are you saying that no one has the same size shoe as Cinderella in an entire kingdom? They have at least yeah. added a little line of dialogue like, well, they're magically fitted to you. So no one could ever, or, you know. Either that or she had like malformed feet. And they were actually like two different sizes. Oh and my they were God. actually like children's sizes. She was like a three and a half and a four. I no, would not like... put it past Hans Christian Andersen or the Brothers Grimm to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, what were we talking Customization. about? Customization. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, expanding beyond, perhaps, I was like, leggings. I was lost in a fairy tale. I know. Um, so, yeah, and we still want to get into customization. Like, that's really, mm-hmm. you know, what's cool. So, um, we are working on alternative waistbands, mm-hmm. you know, full over stuff, all fabric, you know, low waistband, all that stuff, different length. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're wearing leggings, you might want something to go with them. Ooh. So, you know, like if you have a, you know, tank top or a sports bra or something, you mm-hmm. know, other stuff to go with that. Um, so we, we play around with that kind of stuff. Our seamstresses have, um, like both of them, actually, I think like all the seamstresses that have ever gone through here, you know, are all capable of making other stuff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if you ever have the chance to hire somebody who came from Seattle Central, do it. Okay. Because that program is bar none. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh my God, they can sew everything and they can design anything. Awesome. Like they know, perfect stitching, perfect <laughs> pattern creation. It's all beautiful. Um, so they're all precious unicorns. We should cherish them for the rest of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're so good. Um, so, you know, we want to be making more stuff, mm-hmm. um, but we want to do one thing really, really well yeah. and be known for it before we start mm-hmm. expanding everything. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to put the, the cart before the horse there and you know right yeah instead of trying to sell you know 500 different kinds of leggings and you know 500 different kinds of sports bras mm-hmm. um <laughs> there is i mean the they talk about all the time that people are overwhelmed with choice yeah and so like there is a lot of merit in just choosing to focus on one thing do it really well and like get a bunch of respect for that one thing mm-hmm. um, from your audience. And we believe in that. So uh, so we're doing that, but that doesn't mean we can't play around with all of our fabric. I mean, we have yeah. rolls and rolls of fabric. We have tons of fabric scraps, and we have lots of misprints <laughs> to play with, so we may as well make a bunch of weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was making pillows with the with the fabric scraps that are too small to be used for anything. Just you know, <laughs> stuff them in something else. Um, so put the yeah. little like sewing needles in there and make a pincushion. Or right? Something. Yeah, man. <laughs> if anybody wants to come pick up some scrap fabric, we have bags of it. We are not running out. So just let us know, and you can have it for free if you pick it up yourself. Woohoo! Um, yeah, and. And other things in terms of how our website is laid out, we always have different ideas about how we want to display, you know, make it easy to shop and do all that. And we have different schemes about trying to make the online shopping experience more exciting Mm -hmm. because getting into stores is just a huge hassle. Yeah. And we don't, I mean, we could. But none of us are really excited about it. Mm-hmm. None of us are super excited about just, like, going back to playing the same old game of being in stores. Yeah. Because, you know, they have all their rules, and you can't get, like, all of them to bend all of their rules for yeah. one company. So, but, you know, nobody really rules the internet. So <laughs> Not yet <laughs> There they is don't. no emperor of the internet with, like, shopping rules on how your website has to look. You can be emperor of the internet? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you elected <laughs> into this position? Or, like, do you have I to take it? I think that's definitely self-appointed. Okay. But then the ragtag group of, you right. know, uh, you know, serfs on the internet <laughs> then have to rise up against you right. and thus complete the cycle right. as yeah. foretold in the prophecy when the internet was born. <laughs> You know too well. I know. Yeah. I probably know too much. <laughs> <laughs> so because the new emperor has not risen yet, we haven't, you know, we're still free uh-huh. to do a bunch of cool stuff there. And we really want to focus on that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been going to events, and we love meeting people in person yeah. and having people try stuff on. But... Doing events means you have to get into the game of making inventory mm. again and, like, having a bunch of stock that may or may not sell. Yeah. Um, and, you know, maybe only one size or one design is, like, really pulling, you know, the weight for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. The 80-20 rule. Um, do, you, do you find that with, uh, I mean, I know with Comic-Con, you're going to especially get a certain type of um, design that might favor more people or mm. uh, not only with the uh, non-compliance but with uh, the Lady Killer one, like... Do you do you guys stock up a lot, or do you just kind of like keep a one or two on hand, and then maybe focus more on who's no, designing? No, I mean like everything that you see here was either for photography or a fitting party. Okay. So we 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 don't keep stock of of stuff in general. Um, we we still have some leftover stock from events. Mm-hmm. So we have stuff from going to Pride and from going to a bunch of CrossFit events. Okay. But um, stuff like Bitch Planet, we we just fulfilled orders. Mm-hmm. So there isn't anything lying around. Um, since we were talking about popularity, that design was the most popular of anything last year. Yeah. Which is impressive because it was, it, it came out, I want to say like August 28th or 29th. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that means essentially only September, October, November, December. You know, it was around for like four months, yeah. And it was ordered more than any other thing mm-hmm. that we've ever had submitted to us. Yeah. The number two is those muscle leggings. Okay. Yeah. So the ones that look like the muscles, uh, they're called hypertrophy, and <laughs> those, you know, again, like a real big, yeah. real big seller. But again, like 
is it because they were naturally amazing or was it because marketed them? Mm -hmm. You know, we can't market 500 designs no. evenly. Um, <laughs> there's no way. There's no, yeah, it'd be really hard, um, you know, because people, you have to give people the same message over and over and over again for mm -hmm. it to really land, for them to remember it and think about it and get in there. Yeah. So we have to, we have to just like choose a few, stick promoting them mm -hmm. and, um, and you know, give them a leg up. And some of them are easy because with something like the muscle designs, mm -hmm. they're just, they're so outlandish. You can't buy it in a store. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe you could buy a shitty one in a store. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, your mom made it for you. I don't know. <laughs> right. Or, you know, you can get the knockoff ones from China that Ooh. actually don't fit very well. Um, we did do that. Really? We bought, we bought, uh, we wanted to know what that was like. Because, you know, people, ask us a lot of the times, why are your leggings so expensive? Mm -hmm. um, but they're not actually expensive, com you know, comparatively, in, comparatively you mm -hmm. know, in that market, Nike makes $150 leggings, oh, all of, all of Lululemon stuff is, you know, in that 80 to $100 range. Mm -hmm. So we're compared, you know, we're reasonably priced for that. Yeah, you're, um, you're on the, the lower end, actually, you know, for that. Yeah, we can be. And so we decided to see what the like $12 knockoff <laughs> leggings oh, from no. Hong Kong were like. Mm -hmm. The ones were like, they just, they literally took Black Milk's photography from their website, mm -hmm. used the exact same image to sell it. <laughs> and, uh, and we bought them and you, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, Shoddy craftsmanship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The waistband is, it's like this super skinny little waistband mm -hmm. and, um, the worst thing, you know, anybody with any shape to their body at all yeah. will know that you need more fabric in the back than in the front. Yeah. Because you have a butt back there. Most <laughs> people do, yes. Most people do, mm -hmm. you know. Um, even if even if you're not, like, doing squats every day, like, <laughs> it's still, a, it's like, it's still the, like one of the strongest, most often used muscles in your entire body. Yeah. So... You need extra fabric back there, but the ones from Hong Kong, they're just cut straight across the top. So, so they're Sorry. just, I know, I know. Well, it's, it's still predictable. You know what it looks like. Yeah. It means that like they're too low to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then they're more low in the back. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, they're really, you know, standing only legs, mm -hmm. terrible print quality. Cause it looks like they just. It's super pixelated because yeah. it looks like they stole it from somewhere else and just, you know, made it a little bigger. Yeah. And, uh, it's just it a nightmare just scenario. Doesn't... Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, they look like $12 leggings. Mm -hmm. They do. Yeah. So <laughs> if, you know, if that's what you're ready for, then fine. You mm -hmm. know, maybe for your kid or whatever. I don't know. But, you know. So maybe for your next birthday, treat yourself to something nicer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one of the things that I kept hearing from hearing about at Geek Girl Con mm -hmm. about geek fashion was that they can't find a lot of like good stuff. Yeah. You can't find a high quality thing that will last more than a few times in the wash. Yeah. You know, like they'll buy something, it was cute, they wore it a couple times, and now it's got a hole in it. Mm -hmm. um, and. So we're not going to play, we don't, we don't want to get into the race of like making the cheapest thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're, we're sticking with making like a high quality thing that you can really like wearing yeah. and keep for longer. Um, 
Yeah, we've been doing this for a while, and I still have all my prototypes mm-hmm. from, like, two, probably before we even started having, like, really, before, we got an awesome serger. Mm-hmm. It took us forever to get that, like, it was made in Turkey, and it was, it was, like, seven months behind or something like that. <laughs> and we were using this other sewing machine to make stuff for a while, and that sewing machine was shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, <laughs> all... All the seams blew out. It was in, it oh, was insane. Yeah. Like we were we we started shipping stuff and then we got a whole bunch of people being like, "There's a hole in my calf already," um, and it was like, "Yeah, that's what happens when you have not the right machine." Mm-hmm. And we've been using this one for like a year and a half, more than that, um, and we have had zero returns for blown seams. Wow. Nice. I know. You're like yes. So exciting. So exciting. You know, we get returns because like because of a uh, uh, you know wrong size mm-hmm. or like I don't like it, but we've never had something returned because it fell apart. Yeah. With, yeah. No, which is insanely <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's so exciting. I mean, yeah. With with geek clothing, with I mean, and even with women's clothing, you know, we find that uh, you know they they almost it's like an afterthought. Like for yeah. especially the variations on a woman's body type. I mean, yes, men have a variation too. Yeah. But if you're buying unisex, you're also mostly buying a man a man size. Right. Um, whereas women, when they're like, oh yeah, it's a fitted tee, it's like fitted for who? Like, <laughs> it's like because every time I get a fitted tee, it's usually a size like too small for me or something like that. Even though it yeah. says it's a medium, it's not a medium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Or yeah, and the other thing with men's clothes. They're all built for like extreme durability. Yeah. Like men's clothes is like wearing armor, man. That's yeah. it doesn't stretch. It's like super thick. It's like so, totally heavy. Men play hard. Yeah. Women are delicate. Like I know my what? my clothes look like tissues compared to like you know the the clothes that the other, the guys will wear around here. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember they were. So one one thing about printing on white fabric is that um, if you scratch if you get abrasion on it um white threads will pull up yeah right Mm -hmm. um which is like a natural phenomenon with clothing Mm -hmm. like it's made out of threads you can tear the threads yes and like all sweaters pill eventually and um you know things get threadbare and stuff like that um but it's noticeable immediately like if you if you sit on concrete or (laughs) or um or if you have velcro on and Mm -hmm. and you didn't it or like I'm wearing fake nails right now because I normally pick all my nails, and so I have, like, really jagged edges at the end of my fingers. And if I just, like, casually yep. will go across, I'll, I'll, you know, get a line right through it. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, so these are, you know, sensitive to abrasion. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys on the team was, like, thought this was, like, unpardonable. <laughs> and, you know, said we should really start, you know, being careful about how we market a product. And I just thought it was normal mm-hmm. because... All of my clothes are like super delicate. Yeah. And I have to be careful. I have to hand wash a lot of items. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all like made uniquely. So yeah. that means like the dye is going to run out as soon as you put it through the wash. And they're all made of like, you know, if you have a nice dress, it's made out of like some sort of like gauzy thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like. You have to air dry it. Like yeah. you can't put it in the dryer with yeah. everything else. I was like, well, you know, what are you talking about? Like all, all of my stuff, you know, you really have mm-hmm. to baby it and make sure it's going to last. My sister, uh, when she would do her laundry at home, uh, she would have like sweaters and tank tops, all these 
pieces of clothing like laid out on like every piece of furniture my mom has because none of them were like dryer friendly. Yeah. So we actually had to buy her a, her own rack just so she could put <laughs> stuff on. It. Yeah. When my mom washed to- washed sweaters, she would always lay out a towel on the floor yeah. and then lay the sweater down on mm-hmm. top of that. Did, I've done that a few times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so especially if you don't have any space, if you're you know, if everything else is covered and stuff, you're like, well, where's the best place for it? No. Like, yeah. Ah. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, with, um, so with the designs that you do have, I mean, I, I know that you're wearing the one that you, you did you yes. create this one or is it your favorite? So, uh, well, I mean, I didn't take the photograph, but I did lay out the designs. This is a photograph of black ice. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it's a macro shot. And, um, so it's, yeah, it's mine. Yeah. I did make it. Do you have a, a particular, not necessarily that sells well, but do you have a particular like favorite one or two of them that I... I really liked gear when mm-hmm. it came in. It looks it looks like armor. Um, okay. I like wearing stuff that you know kind of transforms you in mm-hmm. some way. Um, but so like that one, I was super excited about. You know, it's got like lots of like brushed shiny metal mm-hmm. kind of look part, looking parts on it. I also really like this one with the tiger on the face of the crotch. <laughs> Because oh <laughs> because when you're wearing it, like the teeth are right at the oh, like opening of your legs, yeah. So like so if you if you're standing with your legs together, mm-hmm. it's just a tiger face. Yeah. And if you start to move your legs apart, it looks like the mouth is opening and you're baring your teeth. <gasps> that is amazing. And it gives you so much power. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, when like, you first just, saw like, that design, you're like, I yes. How, yeah, you know, actually, it was just a vector test. Oh, really? Yeah, it was made by somebody on the team. It was made by Nick on our team, and he just wanted to take a photograph mm-hmm. and uh, see what it was like to like vectorize the whole thing and try to make it stretch over the whole design. Okay. And he, so he was just like playing around and then all of us looked at that and they were like, send it to the catalog, submit that, you have to submit that. Do it's it. so amazing. Peer yeah. pressure. Yeah. <laughs> so I have worn that out um, to places where, like I had to, I emceed a dance event last September okay. and like I wore those. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were asked to talk to the, High school students for like Washington Decca, uh-huh. and I wore those. Nice, because it's just you know you don't get to see that in mm-hmm. a lot of places, and it's another one of those things where the store isn't going to carry that. Yeah, it's not you're not going to find that in the store, but you can find it on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> you can find everything so, on the internet. <laughs> so so you have that like really fun thing of wearing that, and somebody asks you like, where did you get that? Mm-hmm. You know? There's always that kid who's just like, this is me. This is everything that I am. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it just goes back to that idea of self-expression. I mean, Mm -hmm. you go to a regular clothing store, they're not going to have something like that pops out like this or, you know, is wearable, uh, you know, out in public. Yeah, yeah. So to have like a durable fabric that can go with like anything you want it to go with. I mean, because I mean, people are capable of styling themselves if they want to. They are. (laughs) Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. We all know what we kind of (laughs) like. And especially like a, a high school situation where people are still figuring themselves out a right. lot, you know, to have a store High that... hard because you got oh all the dress code requirements, exactly. too. Exactly. Yeah. Do you, have you run into that at all with, uh, you know... Uh, I haven't 
personally had mm. any problems with that. And uh, Bombsheller hasn't, you know, hasn't expressly been marketing towards, mm-hmm. you know, like, tweens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> None of those we, Twilight uh, leggings. Right. <laughs> but, you know, you see it talked about all the time, you know, mm-hmm. like, school in Michigan bans leggings. Yeah. You know, because they're too sexy. Oh, they're selling, because they <laughs> so can express sexy. themselves with things? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like, well, what were they yeah. wearing above or below them? That might be a good indicator right. as to where yeah. the sexiness is coming through. Yeah, I mean, I remember at my high school, like, you weren't allowed to bury your midriff, mm-hmm. and like your your clothes, your your shorts or your skirt had to, you know, meet up with your fingers if you were standing straight up. Oh my God, where did line. you go to school? I remember that. Yeah, it was like if yeah, wherever your fingers end, mm-hmm. that's how long. Your st- your stuff has to be. I went to high school in Massachusetts. Maybe uh, a little bit puritanical. Maybe yeah, because you know it's a public school though. I don't know. Yeah, weird. Some places they just have their own thing going on. But yeah. then you get into college and it's like, oh, we're just wearing pajama pants to school today. And oh well, I went to I went to college in Los Angeles. Oh. So everybody went to school went to class like they were about to be discovered. Full makeup. Oh yeah. Hair but, done. Yeah, high heels. <laughs> I am not joking. Mm-hmm. I would say like most girls went to class in either like you know dressy sandals or high heels. Oh my lord. Yeah. My uh so I went to school mm-hmm. at the uh, Western in Bellingham, mm-hmm. and uh, so. You know, when you're in grad school, then you just get used to, like, coming in as much of a schlub as possible because, like, who the hell am I trying to impress right. at this point? Yeah. I'm in the history department for crying out loud. No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but a friend of mine, I mean, you know, you put effort, enough effort in that you look mostly presentable, you know, uh-huh. jeans and a nice yeah. top or something like that. So you can't get arrested. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but a friend of mine, like, would go, like, ape shit if she saw someone wearing, like, their, uh, like, sweatpants, like, pajama bottoms into class mm. uh, because she's like... It's just a matter of respect, you know. Mm. The te- you know, the the professor, other people bother. Like yeah. we spend time trying to at least look like we made an effort. Yeah. And you roll in your pajama bottoms and slippers, and <laughs> I saw a girl hugging a pillow one time in class. Aww. Like I think it might have been a test day, so she was like, "I'm going day. back to you know sleep yeah. after this." Yeah. But yeah, there. Or just like. My emotions cannot handle this anymore. Very much this so. This is my tears pillow. Yeah. <laughs> I just this went from actually... high school to, to college. I can't deal. Yeah. They're rocking themselves in the seat and everything. Yeah. Like, I'm a good girl. Yeah. I'm a good girl. <laughs> my point being that fashion trends and, and how an individual reacts to them changes. I mean, depending on where you are. Right. And, yeah, depending on where you are, what the culture is. Mm-hmm. And... Where you are in um, life, I mean. Yeah, and fashion changes so fast. Oh, it's, it's such mean, a rapid shift. Yeah, there. That's one of the things that I find like the most bizarre is mm-hmm. people who want to adhere to fashion rules. Yeah. Because I'm like, <laughs> for the next f- five minutes. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> um, it's just shocking how people will will latch on to like, mm-hmm. you can't wear black and blue, or <laughs> or you know like. Or uh, you can't wear form-fitting stuff Mm -hmm. in public. Or, you know, once you reach this size, you can't wear that stuff anymore because whatever. And it's like, or you can't wear colors. What's the word? Like, you can't wear white after Labor Day. Yeah, after Labor Labor Day. Day When technically every day is after Labor Day. I mean. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just like, I don't understand these things. And, you know, and beauty standards change Mm -hmm. in a minute. Yeah. Like, so it's so 
I, I mean, I, I know you're from the history department, mm-hmm. and, like, m- most of my English major was not done doing, like, contemporary studies. It's like, yeah. let's read about, you know, translations of the Bible in 1500, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so if you think about how much stuff has changed mm-hmm. before and how, you know, the only thing that is the same is that, like, people still wear clothes. Wear clothes, yeah. essentially, but yeah, <laughs> people still wear clothes and people still like to fight about what is normal. Oh, yeah. um, Standards of fashion have have changed so rapidly, and body type yeah. acceptance and, and everything. It's like it's so not even worth worrying about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so not worth tying to, to like attain, assigning any value to that at all. Yeah, because it's it's gonna change. Yeah. you know, next and, year. Next, yeah. you know, five minutes again, you know, be like, oh, now blue is out. No one can wear blue ever. Right. Like, who the hell said that I couldn't wear? Are you yeah, emperor yeah, of the yeah. internet? Did yeah. you figure that out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you be, yeah. Do you work for Pantone? Oh, God. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Have you, I mean, and actually, have you seen any trends with leggings, like, recently, especially with yours? Like, do you see anything kind of rising, falling? I mean... Are, are you really, like, paying super special attention to that, or is it just, like, whatever comes in, we're yeah, cool? Yeah, you know, it's possible that we should pay more attention to fashion trends. <laughs> possible. Um, since we make clothes, you would think that might be important. But, um, I mean, if you read the news, it's all about athleisure and how, I think... Um, <laughs> I have not heard that well, word. <laughs> athleisure. Athleisure. It's a real... It is a real thing. Oh. And... Um, you know, the, the CEO of Levi's last year said he lost, like, a billion dollars to leggings because people don't wear jeans mm. anymore. Um, all the places where it used to be unacceptable to wear gym clothes, it is suddenly now acceptable. Yep. You know, people wear the same yoga pants to the gym that they wear to the supermarket that they'll wear to, you know, sometimes even work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... It's getting more and more acceptable to wear leggings. You know, the whole, you know, leggings in our pants yeah. uh, thing. Is, it's essentially dead. I mean, like, people want to, mm-hmm. people still like to argue about it, but it, they lost. They lost a really long If time I could ago. get away with stretch pants mm-hmm. when I was a little kid, um, pretty sure leggings count. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. I mean, um, we, we were lucky enough to meet. Uh, a woman named Diane Katz, who was the first ever apparel designer for Nike. Wow. Which is super cool. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Did she um, come here? Did you guys meet her, like, at a convention or anything? She had started following us on Instagram. Oh, wow. And she sought us out when we were at an event in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to go to the event. She just wanted to meet us. Yeah. She, like, crashed the event, did not buy a ticket, came to, like, see what we were all about. Because you can like, just do that. Yeah. She can just yeah, do that. Yeah, she can do that. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so she thought what we were doing was interesting because she's worked in the um, athletic apparel business for a long time. Yeah. And she... She told us, you know, that we should think about fashion trends Mm -hmm. because, you know, she said, you know, you can't get any tighter than leggings, so eventually people might, will will probably swing towards, like, Mm -hmm. looser pants. Yes. Um, You know, went from bell bottoms in the 70s to skin-tight spandex, which is where we are now. Yeah. But, um... Bell bottoms could make another comeback. They were big in the 90s again. They were. Mm -hmm. I had bell bottoms. Ah, so did I. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but... 
We've all seen Star Trek, so we know the future is spandex. Always. Always spandex. <laughs> every superhero movie, every yeah. you know, futuristic <laughs> setting, it's always spandex. Yeah. I mean, like, lots of things about Star Trek keep coming true, so... Mm-hmm. I think we should just get all we should all just get on board with this spandex bodysuit thing now hey, you and know. be ready for it when the future is here. If Deanna Troy can pull it <laughs> off, I think everyone can. Yeah, man. Um, so there's that, and I think um, specifically graphic leggings had were more popular outside of the U.S. Mm-hmm. earlier. You know, they were. In Brazil, they were already in okay. um, Australia, and I think they've, you know, kind of caught on in the U.S. at this point. Yes. Um, so we'll ride that for a little while, but hopefully what we'll get good at is our manufacturing process. Mm-hmm. And, excuse me, even when leggings for skinny people go out of style, mm-hmm. um spandex is an elastic waistband is always going to be more comfortable yeah and is always going to be um better for you know women who are fluctuating through weight changes Mm -hmm. which is like all of us yeah (laughs) it's like from day to day i know (laughs) yeah um I don't have a scale, but I'm in, like, doctor's offices all the time, and I was like, oh, I've gained 10 pounds in a month. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm really glad that I... <laughs> Every time I go to the doctor, and they're just like, get on the scale. Like, do I have to? I really don't want to right now. Right. And for me, it, it, like, it isn't even, like, a, a shame thing. It's just, like, a curiosity thing. It's mm-hmm. like, wow, I didn't know I could retain that much water all that time. You know, like... <laughs> One time I, I, I went to the doc, to like two separate doctor's offices in the course of like a couple of days and I was like, is that really going to do you any good to know again? Like mm-hmm. what, you know, it's like, what is it going to tell you that you don't already know? Yeah. And like, look at me. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I mean, I think there is definitely a lot to be said for letting people be comfortable in their yeah. clothes. Like we aren't going back to corsets. <laughs> oh, women, thank God. Women won't do that anymore. No. We don't um, want to damage our bodies that much anymore. No, and, um, you know, we're not wearing we're not wearing hoop skirts anymore. We're just, I mean, except for fun. Yeah. Because corsets and hoop skirts are fun. Yeah. For short amounts of time where Very somebody else is going to help you go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> or you just hold it in for the rest of the day yeah. and don't even bother. <laughs> I am... I have no intention of getting married, but I somehow landed on this wedding website where they were talking about wedding dresses where you, if you're thinking about buying this wedding dress, think about how easy it's going go to be to go to the bathroom in it. And there were all these women chiming in with like, yep, mine had, I, I had a ball gown skirt, and mm-hmm. so I needed a buddy to like, <laughs> I needed a buddy to go to the bathroom with me so yep. I could like, didn't have to completely undress this dress. And, like, some of them are so tight, mm-hmm. you can't, like, sit down. Yeah. So, the, you know. The mermaid cuts, I never oh, yeah. understood. Because it's like, how, how do, <laughs> first of all, you walk. Yeah. Like, at all comfortably. And then, yeah, if you're going to do any, like, sitting or, like, trying to maneuver your body independently of someone else, yeah. like, how does that work? Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, if we're, we're getting away from, like, a lot of the restrictive stuff yeah. and just going with, you know what? I would prefer a full range of motion. Ooh. I, you know, we have people, we have, you know, we have standing desks now. Everything's ergonomic. Yeah. We have like everything kind of geared towards being available for action. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't, you shouldn't have to 
change your entire wardrobe just to like, accommodate this need to like sprint to the post office before it closes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I think, or I hope, because mm. I'm going to have to dress myself for the next however long I live, yeah. next few decades. <laughs> and the next hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I feel like if we can get really good at this, then we'll, you know, we'll have comfy clothes to wear for a really long time. And, and cool-looking clothes. Yeah. Because why not look like a cyborg on a Wednesday, you I, know? Or, like, why not wear the tiger on, <laughs> you know, on the front of your crotch just mm-hmm. to, like, put out that I don't need your sass today, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> like, I'm putting out signals, guys. I don't know if you noticed. on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no mixed signals right now. Yeah. I am perfectly advertising exactly <laughs> how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw this quote. I saw this quote by, like, Oh, gosh, it was like a Greek philosopher or something like that. But it said, first, know thyself, then adorn yourself accordingly. Ooh. And I really liked that. That's really cool. Because I'm definitely one of those people who, like, dresses by mood every morning. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I have so many different pairs of underwear for, like, whatever <laughs> level of comfort or, yeah. like, which is funny because, like, I'm the only one who knows what it is, yeah. but I still care yep. whether this is, you know, whether I was feeling like sexy and flirtatious or whether I was like, no, I'm like, whether it's like confetti for like, I'm in a party mood yeah. or just like, no, it's black and it's cotton. Yeah. That's, that's it. It's that's, like that is my mood today. It's and boy I, shorts. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean that, that, that's a really good point too, is that, I mean, your clothing is an extension of your personality in a lot of ways, yeah. you know, in pretty much every way. So, yeah, you may be the only one at this moment that knows what your underwear looks like, but it's also super important. It, it fits your mood. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I somebody pointed out to me that the words fashion and faction come from the same root. I thought it was like a French word or something. Hmm. And, um, and they both were coined about in like the same 200 year oh, really? period. Yeah. Hmm. And, and then, and this person was like explain that I think they worked for, I don't remember. Oh, 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 it was the guy who invented Locatron. And I told him, <laughs> and I told him that I like, I, you know, have an apparel company. Mm-hmm. And so he was, you know, telling me what he knows about fashion and oh. what he, the way he could relate to me was with this very, intellectual mm-hmm. language uh, story, yeah. which I really appreciated as an English major. There we go. <laughs> Root like, words. This, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it's interesting because if you look at the relation, you know, people like to use fashion to show what faction they belong to. Yeah. You know, it's, it's self-expression, but it's also, you know, uh, I align myself with this part, mm-hmm. you know, group of people. The, you know, the whole political expression. If you're wearing expression. this, anybody wearing leggings that look like this was a fan of David Bowie, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and anybody wearing a suit, mm-hmm. that says something. Yeah. That says, you know, I align myself with people who, you know, ascribe to these values and, mm-hmm. and I want to immediately portray something about myself by showing you know, similarity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Similarity. So, you know, and that's a lot of what geeks like about having, you know, adventure time hats yep. or like whatever. <laughs> it means that this is the thing I like. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing it because it really shows something about me that I, you know, that I care about. And 
it lets everybody know I align with people who also care about this thing. Yeah. And, you know, if I see you wearing an Adventure Time backpack, then I'm immediately going to connect with you because of that. Yeah. We have some outward expression that we can kind of, we we have something that we can latch on to. Right. um, That's outwardly appearing instead of getting to know each other personally first, you know, which some people are not as great at, you know, doing. I mean, it gives you a visceral thing yeah. to, to latch on to. There are a lot there and there are so many places where that plays out. Like, you know, I'm a salsa dancer, so mm-hmm. in the salsa scene, um, there are people who are regulars who go out dancing all the time. Mm-hmm. And for them, it isn't always a case of like getting dressed up to the nines because they just need to dance. Yeah. Right? I just, you know, I just got off of work. I came out late, I grabbed dinner at home, and I came here to dance. So, you know, I'm not wearing a dress. I'm not wearing, you know, uh, makeup. Or mm-hmm. I just, like, threw my hair in a ponytail and that was it. Yeah. Um, and you can tell the people who came who are just wearing, like, average clothes, but who are still being asked to dance, mm-hmm. those people very clearly have skills. Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, and they're there because they care about dancing, not because they're trying to get picked up or mm-hmm. are just there to be at the bar or, yeah. you know, whatever. And the young girls who come in with, um, you know, strapless dresses and four-inch heels. Oh, Lord. They're there because they heard about salsa dancing and they decided to try it. Mm-hmm. But... It's not really why they're there. <laughs> right. Four-inch heels is almost never a good idea if you're going to salsa dance. <laughs> Just for the record. FYI, yeah, everybody. FYI, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, I I do have some four-inch heels, but they are actually dance shoes because they have the suede. They're made out of suede. They have the right kind of um, flexible toe, uh. and I've only ever used them for teaching mm. because they look very impressive. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I gain my students' trust. Mm-hmm. They're like, she can do this. And she can do the basic in four inch heels. She can turn. She can do a double spot turn in four inch heels. Oh, my God. She must be really good. You know, but, like, I would never actually go out to a social setting with them because there's too many variables. You don't know if you're going to get somebody who's going to, like, spin you really hard or Mm -hmm. be off time. And Yeah. Then it's just a disaster. (laughs) Then it's like, uh, Then I'm wearing leggings over my cast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, and then you can maybe customize the cast while you're at it so it can, like, fit right. with the legging. Yeah. I mean, you guys can go into a whole yeah. other industry right there. Right. Mm-hmm. But, again, it's like that, it's that um, you know, wardrobe social cue. Yeah. You know, I can tell a lot of things about you in, you know, in a really quick glance yeah. about, you know, just by seeing what you what you have on. Definitely. No, yeah, reading, I, I specialize in the American Revolution. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so uh, so not only am I looking now for Hamilton leggings, but... Oh, man! <laughs> get on that, like, throw those at Lin-Manuel Miranda and be like, hey, I'm wearing them, look at it. Was he, okay, so I haven't seen the musical. Neither have I. Oh, okay. I only have but, the soundtrack to go off of. Yeah, but he... He was assassinated in the duel, right? Yeah, Burr shot him, but he died like so a, about a just, day later. I mean, like, you could do Hamilton, but it would just be, like, drenched in blood. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like in, there's just, like, the logo the for the musical, and there's, like, blood coming down. 
<laughs> maybe a bullet hole here and there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Oh, man. It's like, oh, maybe more of a revolutionary stance, like a lot more red, white, and blues. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, uh, one, of the, um, one of the books I read, uh, which I still love, is called These Fiery Frenchified Dames. Mm. And it was about how women really latched on to the uh, French Revolution in America. Dude, I'm writing <laughs> that down. It's a really good I, book. It's going to be in the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <laughs> No, and, and a lot of it was that women felt empowered in terms of being in the political sphere because they were wearing, uh, you know, like buttons and little like corsages and things that showed that they were uh, in favor of the revolution. So a, a lot of that uh, fashion played a lot into that. These fiery Frenchified dames? Yes. All I think right. the author is Susan Branson. Okay. Oh my God, that sounds so excited. <laughs> I just read a book. Um, about that took place in the 1800s. So it was a lot about um, abolition, mm-hmm. but it had, you know, it it really showed how there were these twin issues of abolition and women's rights coming out at the same time. Oh yeah, because yeah. when all of these women who wanted to take up, um, you know, the cause, of, the cause of emancipation, mm-hmm. all of a sudden they were barred from speaking or publishing yep. and they were like, are you shitting me? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> no, you, yeah, you can trace the, yeah. the, the women's rights movement as we knew it. Like Seneca Falls is a direct yeah. uh, response to abolition mm-hmm. movements, to all that kind of, you know, it's all connected. Uh, yeah. I read a book about uh, the temperance movement and how, you know, just oh. basically women's involvement in any of those uh, groups because it first started out as an extension of the woman's sphere of, you right. know, the sphere of the family and the motherhood, you know, the Republican motherhood and everything. And then it branched out as women became more empowered. They were like in all these other groups and they're like, hey, we're politically minded too. Mm-hmm. You know, and then men were like, oh shit, they're politically minded too. We need yeah. to stop that. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's so crazy how all that stuff, you know, go figure. Women were capable of doing things other than just making babies. Right. <laughs> Who knew? I know. Who knew? Yeah. It's like the emperor of the internet won't stand for this. Yeah. (laughs) And it's one of those things that you forget how it was happening Mm -hmm. back then, even if it was, even if it wasn't being talked about, even if it was being, you know, squelched, Mm -hmm. it was still happening. Like there Mm -hmm. were still smart women. Like there Mm -hmm. were still, you know, like people who read (laughs) you know the uh the origin of of my website the maniacal geek is based off of a a piece of writing that john adams did in the margins of a book he was right he was basically having a conversation with mary wollstonecraft Mm. about democracy Mm -hmm. you know based on what she was writing and she's writing about the french revolution and you know women's involvement and everything and he's like maniac know your place or know your limits something like that yeah so i was looking at that going Holy shit! Maniac. <laughs> yeah. So, and that that became the the origin story, basically, of, of my website and what the podcast branched off. That's from. awesome. So, yeah, it's amazing where things like where your inspiration will come from. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So, and like my modern inspiration is this, you know, extemporaneous speech by Nicki Minaj. Okay. That about. <laughs> <laughs> no, go for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god. It's so good. I have watched this video so many times um, where, you know, she talks about how in her, in, you know, in the music industry, but also in, um, 
you know, like the rap community, mm-hmm. when men act a certain way, you know, or she says like, when Wayne come up in the studio mm-hmm. and he want the track to start and he only want this to be a certain way, he bossed up. Yeah. People say he a boss. Okay. But if I'm in to a photo shoot and, you know, and you got a $50 clothes budget and I want to leave, then it's like, oh, we've heard of Nicki Minaj. She's a bitch. <laughs> and, um, you know, and she, she she's so amazing. I mean, she goes through all these different character voices. Mm-hmm. She's like, she talks about how, you know, Donald Trump wants to run his business the way he does, and then mm-hmm. he's a boss. We all love Donald. She's like, if Martha Stewart want to run her, her, you know, the same way, then, like, ooh, she a bitch, evil witch. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> and yeah, it's just so entertaining to watch Nicki Minaj do it, but, like, she's right. And so, you know, I watched that, and she, you know, she has this line, she's like, you have to be a beast. And I was kind of like, I think about that, I was like, I have to be a beast. I have to be a beast. Well, it's that whole, it's that like, whole idea you know. that women have to work twice as hard to get recognized half as much, you yeah. know? We yeah. have to put ourselves out there like 10 times more just to get like an iota of credit for something. Yeah. And then we run that line between, you know, oh, well, she's either like a shy violet or she's, you know, a monster, you know? Right, yeah. And, she, you know, she, and then she goes on this other rant where she's like, you know, and like, and I'm a woman, so I'm supposed to be sexy and cute and nice and mm-hmm. polite all the time. Oh, and, yeah. you know, she's like, and I can't be all those things all at once. <laughs> like, with like, and with, then, then like she follows it up with the perfect execution of the slow blink. Mm. The, oh, man. Mm-hmm. It's like the, it's the best slow blink ever. <laughs> <laughs> we should take a video of you trying to like, of doing it, then we can add it to the podcast. Oh my God, yeah. It's like slow blink. Or I can find yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a gif of it, I suppose. Yes! Of the... There we go. You know? <laughs> I slow blinked. She slow blinked. Yeah, she slow blinked. <laughs> yeah, I slow blinked. Yeah, well, you're the English major. Tell me yeah. what's the. Uh, <laughs> I think it would be blinked. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. I think I think we're at over an hour at this point. I feel like we are. I might be wrong. Yeah. I'm check really. Edit it down. Oh no, I didn't really edit it down. Oh, all right. Unless you say something you really want me to take out. I don't think I did. Yep. No, we're... Should I get a more, few more swears in there before we... <laughs> no. <laughs> like, fuck shit, titty. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're at uh, about an hour and a half, so uh, cool. we're good. We're at, we're at about my even for, <laughs> for most podcasts at yeah. this point. I try to do an hour, and it's like we always end up going over. Yeah. So, um, but before we go, uh, yes. uh, this is going to post Friday. Okay. So this Friday. Are there any events coming up that you want to promote you'll be at or anything you want to, like, emphasize for Bombshell right now? You know, um, we're still at the beginning of figuring out, you know, what events we're going to be at Mm -hmm. coming up this year, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, go follow Bombsheller on Instagram and, you know, take some photos and tag yourself with hashtag Bombsheller. You know, if you hear this and you really like it, you know, give us a shout out on Twitter. It's at the Bombsheller. Mm -hmm. We try to get Bombsheller, but it belongs to some person in Africa who's not using it. Oh. And we can't get it. You're like, I know, man. You want to get a hold of them? You're like, can we just, like, I know, man. maybe? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, on, just, African you know, person. like, follow us and, you know, catch up with, you know, just keep yourself in the loop with what's going on. Because they're, we have more plans for the year, but they're just, like, slow to take off. So they're slightly when, nefarious plans. I don't know plans. when they're, yeah. We, we, <laughs> We hope they're moderately nefarious, Excellent. or like slightly more than moderately. <laughs> 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 
The slightly more than moderately nefarious yes. like, <laughs> title of my Bowie company. We're working on it. We're working on it. We promise to get a little bit more globally dominated oriented <laughs> later. Like we're working on it. What do you want yeah. from us? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I guess on a personal note, is there any? Can people follow you, or do you just want to stick I'm behind pretty, the brand? Uh, I mean, if you talk to Twitter, you're talking to me. Okay. So All right. yeah, yeah. So follow at the Bombzeller. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much, Marissa, for taking your time yeah. and talking to me You're and everything. Yeah. I always look forward to that that part. It's like, oh, am I going to be a you know, total bore? Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. But no, yeah. this has been great. And um, Oprah said at the end of every interview she's ever done mm-hmm. that whether it was like a murderer or like Beyonce, uh-huh. they always ask. How did I do? Or like, was that okay? Yeah. No. Yeah. You're you're awesome, amazing. You're great at what. You're oh, VP of marketing. You're yeah. really good at selling. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Not only the product, but yourself as a lovely person. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, uh, everybody, thank you for listening. And you can follow at darling underscore Sammy, which is my personal Twitter, and it's also the website. Thing, whatever I'm terrible at advertising uh, go to Maniacal Geek you can also follow uh, That the Curls on iTunes and please subscribe and tell us what you think and uh, go out and buy lots of leggings like <laughs> they're worth it absolutely because you're worth it Covergirl or something like that <laughs> L'Oreal L'Oreal yeah, whatever <laughs> maybe she's born with it maybe it's Maybelline I'm giving you free advertising right there yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, Bombshelder needs a good slogan. Yeah. A little, like, one-liner. There we go. You need to do, like, a hashtag We've mostly for been doing wear what you want, not what you're told. Ooh, that's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Might be, I, I don't know, like, is it too long for a hashtag, or do you guys need something? It is a pretty long hashtag. Yeah. But well, so is, uh, I guess you can shorten your worth it. Probably. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about well, it, yeah. Right. <laughs> if you guys have any ideas, let me know. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but good night, everybody. Celia, my English is not very good looking.